You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well, it's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I'm joined once again with the incomparable Dr. Noelle Nelson. Hi, Noelle. Hi, Steve. Today we are going to talk about when your husband talks mean to you. And, of course, this could also um, apply to a wife who talks mean to her husband. Um, and as we were just saying off air, you know, there's a, there's a definite definite uh, gender role shift going on in the country and this has been written about not just by us but many publications about how women are more educated and they're the breadwinners and the most recent uh, downturn in the economy affected <clears throat> excuse me affected men uh, more than women um, and so this could definitely go both ways but you know just for sake of understanding the conversation we'll keep this to when your husband talks mean to you and uh you know, this isn't something we talk about often, but it does happen, and it's definitely worth addressing. And what we're talking about is name-calling or labeling, uh, calling your spouse stupid or saying that they're a slob or lazy or worthless because they've done something you don't like. Uh, and, you know, like the wife you were telling me about, uh, Noelle, uh, whose husband called her stupid and worthless because she forgot to buy milk and her husband was stuck with black coffee and dry cereal in the morning. Yeah, and uh, the poor gal was absolutely frantic. You know, she she wanted to make up for her goof and dash out of the house and, 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 and get the milk. But by the time she got her coat on, her husband had blown out of the house to go to work. Meanwhile, he's yelling, she's a rotten housekeeper and how could she be so stupid? And all she could do at that point, frankly, was just slump down in her chair and thinking he's right. I mean, yes, she should be a better housekeeper, and she started to cry, which, you ask me, that's a pretty miserable way to start your day, uh, much less a pretty miserable way to run your relationship. Yeah, that's really sad. And, and you know, the yeah. thing about this, I mean, this wasn't about housekeeping at all, was it? No, no. I, I'm sure her husband was disappointed that he had to have, you know, icky breakfast, but it, it wasn't about housekeeping. The point is that it's not okay to call your spouse stupid or worthless or rotten uh, about anything. Yeah, and, and you know, and we know this, but we still do it. So the the big elephant in the room is why? Why would this husband have called his wife names? I mean, is this is this something that only bad guys do? No, probably not. You know, he was frustrated, no doubt, and he probably just didn't know a better way, Steve, to communicate in the moment. You know, it, we aren't all born with hango with communication skills and for that matter an awful lot of us aren't raised with great communication skills mm, good point. not only that but we've all done it in the heat of the moment some pretty ugly things can fly out of our mouths so you know i don't know what his background was i, I don't know how his parents treated each other which is usually or, or very often where we learn these things from sometimes we learn them from school from our peers i i don't know what he was used to from previous relationships but all of that has an impact on how we learn to communicate in our marriages. And more often than not, we don't really know how to communicate well, which is why, Steve, Hitched Mag has 
you know, endless and, and necessary articles and columns and, you know, podcasts on communication. It's so very critical. And you know what? I doubt this is a bad guy. I just think he doesn't know how to, how to get his, his whatever across, his upset across, without name-calling. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, first. Thank you for the plug. I appreciate it. Uh, but but you're so true. It's it's we get these re, uh, letters from our listeners and readers all the time, and probably 95 percent of the time, it all comes down to communication. It's here's the problem. Here are the steps to resolve it. And at the core of the issue, it's we don't know how to communicate properly, which which is which is, I mean, it's it's kind of funny because it seems like the most basic. Thing that we should know how to do as humans, uh, but we struggle with it. So, um, so in in this scenario, the husband, you know, got a little uh, overzealous in in trying to get his point across. Uh, so, what's the answer? Well, frankly, Steve, we teach each other how we want to be communicated with. In other words, uh, let's take use our example because you're right; it's an easy place to start. Is the first thing for this wife would be to say as neutrally as she can. Something like, honey, I know you're disappointed. I'm sorry I forgot to buy milk, but I'm not stupid and I'm not worthless. Please don't call me that, okay? And then for her to watch what happens. If her husband backs down, great. She stood up for herself. She's been respected in return. He just had one of those moments, you know, when stuff flies out of our mouths and she didn't make him wrong for it and he got the message, okay, that was, that was not a good thing, and she backs off. The important thing to remember in this is just because someone calls you stupid doesn't mean you have to buy into it. I remember, Steve, working with a gal, a, a wonderful woman. She'd been married some 20-odd years, and she said to me, you know, I've become a little mouse of a woman around my husband. Mm. Everywhere else, I'm strong, I'm confident, I, I can walk my, my talk, and so forth. But she said, but he, he called me these names, and I turned into a little mouse of a woman. Well, you don't want that happening. And yeah. you don't want it on the reverse, either. I don't care which spouse <laughs> it is. You don't want to feel like other people call it walking on eggshells. Yes. You don't want to feel like that around your spouse because you're so afraid. Or, or you know, it's going to hurt so much if they lambast you with stupid, worthless, all those things. Mm-hmm. So that would be step number one, is to, you know... Try to say something neutral and see what happens. Okay, so step number one, say something neutral. There's got to be a step number two, right? Of course there is. Indeed. So let's say that doesn't, doesn't really work, okay? He, he just still is all bent, all right? There's a perfectly wonderful communication tool called nonviolence communication. And there's been, you know, books and so forth written on it. it it's really cool stuff. And it's actually fairly simple. What you start with is what you observe. So, for example, you, if I'm doing, if I'm the wife, I say, "Well, when you call me stupid, because that's what she observed." Then you say what you feel. I feel hurt and upset. And then you follow it up with a word that seems to have magic to it, Steve, and that's the word because. Okay. So I feel hurt and upset because I want mutual respect in our relationship. And then you follow it up with a request. Would you please tell me what frustrates you and not call me stupid or worthless again? There's a whole sentence, because I know it's hard to get when it's broken up like that. But as a whole sentence, it's, when you call me stupid, I feel hurt and upset because I want mutual respect in our relationship. Would you please 
just tell me what frustrates you and not call me stupid or worthless again. Okay, so you identify the problem. Yep, th- by, do by the, what you observe. Do the because. And then, what you feel. And then make a request. Do your because and then make your request. And interestingly enough, a request is best stated with the word would. Okay. As in, would you be willing? Would you please? Because when we say, could you, it's funny. Our brains go to, well, certainly I physically could, but I <laughs> do it. <laughs> you know? And if you say, should, well, we're back to square one. Yeah. You're being parental all over your mate. Yeah. You, know, you should not talk to me that way or whatever. Yeah. So you want to, it's, it's, it's a funny little template, but it works really well. You, you observe the behavior, you say how you feel, you say, stick a because in there. So I feel hurt because I want a clean house. I feel upset because it's not okay to yell at me, I, I, you know, et, et, et cetera. I want respect. And then you make your request, would you be willing? And what you'll find is that if you can do all that neutrally, and I advise practice yeah. <laughs> with a girlfriend or your mother or somebody, if you can do that neutrally, it's amazing how effective it is because you've, you've stepped out of the fray. I mean, you're not going to name call back. Mm-hmm. You've stood up for yourself, but you've also given your mate what to do. Would you please just tell me what frustrates you and not call me stupid or worthless? That's your request. Now, it, that, that's how we teach each other how we want to be communicated with. You've told them, it's fine to tell me what's frustrating you. Yeah. We're out of milk. You can scream <laughs> for help, you know? But you don't have to say that I'm an idiot because we're out of milk. Yeah. Okay. So that that's really how that all gets put together. Okay. And and I mean again this is this is all fine and dandy but what if that doesn't work? Get professional help. <laughs> okay. I know that seems like a cop out. But let's 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 talk this through for sex sure. so our listeners can understand where I'm coming from on that. Yeah. If if you you are having difficulty helping your mate communicate with you in a way that is non-abusive. Okay? If when you say, would you be willing to just tell me you prefer the house, you know, maintained this way, or if you just please tell me you prefer I be on time or whatever, and not call me stupid, worthless, lazy, blah, blah, blah. If your mate really can't get that, then there's a deeper communication issue which may be tied to all sorts of other things. And for that, you're going to need a third disinterested party. It doesn't have to be a therapist. It can be a counselor. It can be the uncle that you both respect. It can be any number of people. But mm-hmm. you need somebody outside of the couple to be able to look into it, into the couple, and say, hmm, you know, she's trying to, to, to get this across to you. You're having difficulty. Why is that? And maybe saying, well, that's not really what she's saying, what she really, etc." Somebody needs to help you pull it apart, like untangling a knot, and then put it together in a way that makes sense to both of you. So to get professional help really isn't a cop-out. It's, it's more like, well, if the easy fixes don't work, you need someone who's not so up close and personal to give you a better fix. And how, if, if you're not going to a professional, and we've, mm-hmm. we've talked about what to look for in a professional therapist in the past, yes. but if, if you're going to a friend or an uncle or family member or clergy member or something like that, mm-hmm. um, what are some of the things that you should look for um, to get out of it what you need? First of all, you need someone who, whose experience of life and relationships you respect. Okay. 
So when I said the uncle, for example, I mean the one who's had a long-term healthy relationship, not just with his spouse, but with his children, with his own, with his siblings, you know, someone who has a, a good handle on relationship and whom you both respect. Okay. See, that's where it's often troublesome with a friend or a family member, which is it has to be someone that both the husband and the wife are perfectly comfortable with whatever they're going to say. Yeah, because I was already imagining this scenario where it's like, well, we'll go talk to so-and-so who's our friend. But it's like immediately, well, they're taking your side on this. Right. And so, so that's why, you know, unless the, the only time that friends or family members works is when there's been a sufficiently established neutrality. Okay. You know, where you really could go to them. We had a, we had a, a fellow called Uncle Walt who wasn't actually our biological uncle, but he was a very, very close family friend, yet he had a wonderful objectivity to him. And as kids, you know, if we were having too much hassle with one of our parents, we would go to Uncle Walt. And because he was respected by everybody, uh-huh. and he would never take sides, it worked. Um, if you're in doubt, then yes. Um, a clergy person, uh, you know, a pastor, minister who's been trained, please, thank you very much, who's <laughs> been trained in, um, and many, many of them have, in couples therapy or relationship matters uh, is appropriate, or a counselor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we've given people um, enough resources uh, for this episode, uh, so so we will wrap it up. <laughs> to and be continued. <laughs> to be continued, right? Because I know this isn't the last time we're going to talk communication issues. Um, so please, your homework assignment this week and ongoing is to talk nice to each other. Uh, Absolutely. Because let's face it, you don't – it's very hard to love someone who's calling you stupid, slovenly, lazy, etc. So remember that love is the most important thing, and be nice to each other. Yeah. Yeah, and you won't get anything out of it. You you call your husband or wife a slob or lazy, and they're not going to jump to their feet and want to just start doing all these wonderful things for you. It's just, no, and that's a good point, Steve. They'll probably dig in their heels and get worse. Yeah. So, uh, so that that's your homework assignment for this week, everybody. Um, Noelle, another great episode in the book. So thank you very much. My pleasure. Uh, Before we go, you guys are listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, and is the author of nine best-selling books, including her most recent, Your Man is Wonderful and Dangerous Relationships. Those are two different books. Uh, (laughs) uh, uh, Noelle focuses on how we can all enjoy happy, fulfilling lives while accomplishing great things in love at home and at work as we appreciate ourselves and our world and everything else around us. You can get more at her website, drnoellenelson.com, or um, at her blog, which can be found at yourmaniswonderful.com slash blog. You, of course, can get uh, all that information on hitchedmag.com. Uh, you can click the Experts tab and find Noelle there. Uh, Noelle is also in the directory, so if you are in uh, – uh, your practice is in – Southern California, Noel, correct? Yes, but I mainly do seminars and books. Oh, never mind. Noel, <laughs> <laughs> she is not taking appointments right now. Uh, but if you need uh, somebody to speak, Noel can do that. Um, but you can find her in the directory to get more information there. Um, and you can also find other resources in our directory. So please check that out. And you can follow Noel on Twitter at Dr. Noel Nelson. I am on Twitter at Hitched Media. Uh, fan us on Facebook. Uh, again, it's facebook.com slash hitched. And I think that's about all the plugs I can do at the end of this episode. So (laughs) 
Thank you again, Noel. And uh, I think this is the last podcast until Valentine's. So happy Valentine's Day, everybody. And uh, please enjoy it. So, uh, okay, this is it for real. Uh, Bye, Noel. And we'll do this again soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye, everybody. say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.